Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock, and you're listening to Music Mania. You're ready for some screaming heavy metal? We rock! But the evil that men do... You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Welcome to another edition of the Music Mania Podcast. I am your host, Clint Schweitzer. We've got to thank our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland. We thank them very much for being involved. And uh, you know what? That's where I work. That was like one of my indoctrinations into hard rock and heavy metal music was uh, as a, I think I was like 1920. I worked there and I learned a lot about all the albums, listened to everything. And man, I tell you what, it was a great time. Seed Warehouse in Gladstone, 22 years in the Northland. If you're here in Kansas City, check them out. A huge show here today. We're going to be talking with none other than Tim Ripper Owens. Of course, you know him from Judas Priest, Ice Earth. Ingve Malmsteen, and he is currently going to be on tour with the Dio Returns Tour. He and Oni Logan will be the guest singers as the Dio Hologram gets set to uh, go on this run in America. Guys, Dio died, of course, in 2010 at the age of 67 from stomach cancer. His hologram was created by a company called Eye Illusion, and it made its debut at Wacken Open Air back in 2016 in front of more than 75,000 fans. The Dio Returns World Tour production uses audio of Ronnie's live performances throughout his career with the Dio Disciples Band playing live, and that's going to consist of guys like Craig Goldie on guitar, Simon Wright on drums, Scott Warren on keyboards, and uh, Bjorn England on bass, and of course, Tim Ripper Owens uh, and Oni Logan will be joining that tour, guys. A lot of controversy about it. We're going to be talking to Tim Ripper Owens about it. Is the controversy, you know, unfounded? Is it fair to call this a cash grab when, in fact, Window, Wendy Dio, um, the, the um, widow of the late, great Ronnie James Dio, kind of put this together? She could be sitting home collecting a paycheck off Ronnie's music, but you know what? She puts this production together. It is expensive to do, and this is certainly anything but a cash grab. A lot of people saying, you know what? Let let the uh, you know memory of Ronnie die, but to me, this is about keeping it alive. We're going to be talking to him about that and uh, the concept behind it and kind of how the show will work. It's going to be on a quite a run here in America. It starts May 31st and it's going to run, you know, all the way um, in, in to July. And in, in June, I'm going to be seeing this show in Kansas City at the Uptown Theater. Cannot wait uh, to check it out because, um, you know, I saw Ronnie uh, performing with Heaven and Hell about a year before he passed away. It was in the summer of 2008. Uh, so it was about two years before he died, actually. And uh, I was just enamored. I, you know, Dio's always been you know, one of my top two or three metal singers of all time. And just uh, to be there and watching him perform those uh, songs with, you know, the Black Sabbath songs with Heaven and Hell is uh, truly something I'll never forget. And I saw that show actually in Mohegan Sun Arena in Uncastville, Connecticut. So it was like a road trip. My friends and I went on and checked this tour out. They were on tour with Judas Priest, which is kind of funny because, of course, Tim Ripper Owens was in Judas Priest for six years. He was a part of uh, two albums, Jugulator and Demolition, and uh, two live albums. And we're going to talk to him about 
about his time there, what his legacy is, you know, with Judas Priest, uh, replacing the legendary Rob Halford. Tim Owens, guys, has just been out there. You know, he got his start, you know, by joining Judas Priest back in 1996. You know, when they saw his video, like a videotape of him, this is pre-YouTube, and uh, Priest saw his videotape singing, and of course it was the in inspiration for the movie Rockstar, starring Mark Wahlberg. So there's so much here, and uh, we've been wanting to have Tim on the show for a long time. Of course, there's sort of a dueling Dio tribute out there called The Last in Line. We've ha just had Andrew Freeman on our show. We've had Vivian Campbell on our show. And um, there was some, you know, maybe some bad blood between the two bands, and it kind of got accentuated on this podcast when we had Andrew Freeman on, and he said some of the guys in that band are dicks. And uh, so Rip Rowan's kind of caught wind of that and basically kind of jokingly said in an interview, yeah, I guess I'm a dick. So we're going to ask him about that, like, you know, how we became this uh, unwilling inter inter intermediary, <laughs> if you will, between, uh, you know, this sort of thing that, that took on a life of its own. And honestly, I'm a fan of both bands. I love what The Last in Line are doing. They have two original albums out and Dio Disciples and what they've been doing, uh, paying tribute to, to Ronnie and, you know, I think that it's wonderful, and I think that I support. You know, I support both projects, and I'm definitely support the Dio Returns tour. I cannot wait to see it. And uh, you know, we had Jeff Pilson on this show uh, in the past, and he talked about, you know, that Ronnie would have loved this. That Ronnie would have been all about the technology behind it. He was all about pleasing his fans. The furthering of technology and the fact that this would even be possible, I think it's something that Ronnie would enjoy. So, going to get out there, throw our devil horns up for Ronnie and uh, check out this tour. It's going to be in Kansas City June 19th at the Uptown Theater. Get your tickets now. So much coming up. i got Rocklahoma on the horizon. Memorial Day weekend, I'll be heading down there for a weekend of fun and rocking. And the summer to rock for me has just begun. I'm going to be checking out uh, Sammy Hagar um, and Vince Neal, that's this weekend in St. Louis. Then I'll be on to Rocklahoma after that. So the fun is just beginning. That's what it's all about here on the Music Mania Podcast. We always appreciate you hitting that subscribe button on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, any way you choose to listen to the show. We always appreciate that. So please, subscribe, share it, let us know what you think. Uh, if you have a question, comment, or concern, send us an email, maniapodcast at gmail.com or musicmania.com underscore show on Twitter. You can send us a tweet. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you want uh, to hear an interview with someone. You got a band that you want to promote. Let us know. We're always open to it. And uh, guys, before we get to our interview with uh, Ripper Owens, got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland, they buy, sell, and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Do not let the vibe of the old school record store go by the wayside. Give them a visit today. Tell them Music Mania sent you, and there will be a discount, or it's on us. I cannot thank you enough for joining us. This one is years in the making. Ripper Owens, it's finally happening. Welcome to the Music Mania podcast. How you doing today, my friend? I'm good, man. Very good. Well, it is a pleasure. I tell you what, we are just a couple weeks away from uh, Dio Returns. It is on, man. May 31st, this thing is starting. Obviously, you've uh, unveiled this thing a little bit in, in some festivals in, in the past, and um, but it's getting ready to go out in front of a U.S. audience on a full-scale tour. This has got to be a really exciting time for you guys. Well, it is exciting. You know, it's, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's new territory. Even though we did it once, it's still new territory, and... Uh, it's just exciting to do, really. I mean, it's because, you know, every time we, we take one step further with this, you know, and it's just, uh, you know, it's always a great feeling to sing Ronnie, so it's always great. Yeah, looking very much forward to this. Um, 
obviously you and uh, Oni Logan as well, who's uh, obviously been a part of Dio Disciples and things that you guys have done. I'm, you know, imagining the format would be, you know, you get six, seven songs with, with Dio and the hologram, and then you guys kind of trading off on some songs, maybe doing some songs together. How's that going to work? It is. I mean, Oni and I really do the same thing that we would do in Dio Disciples. So, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 you know, it just makes it more of a show. You know, that's the thing about this is it's not just like a hologram and it's not just us. It's just, it, it becomes a big show, you know, so we really make it run like one. And, you know, I'll sing some myself and Oni will sing some himself. And, um, you know, and, and then we'll sing some together. And, you know, like you said, the hologram will be doing all of those. So it's pretty, it's pretty neat and pretty great, really. We'll talk about what this means for you guys. Obviously, uh, you know, you and, and Simon Wright and uh, Bjorn and Scott Warren. I mean, you and uh, you guys have been out doing this and, and really, you know, keeping this music alive. And to me, that's as simple as what this is, is, is keeping this music alive. And I think in today's climate, when even since Ronnie passed, we've lost so many others, uh, Lemmy and so many more. It's just like that's what I think now more than ever, it's so important to, that this continues and that this legacy be celebrated, don't you think? Well, absolutely, and we all know that, um, you know, Ronnie's legacy is always going to be alive, so it's not like we're, you know, we're doing anything. We're, we're you know, we, we're friends with Ronnie. You know, people always say, well, I don't know if Ronnie would, well, we know what Ronnie would want, and, and he wants to make his fans happy. That's all we're trying to do. That's all Wendy and Illusion and all these people are trying to do. That's just, that's just make fans happy with some kind of a great show you know, families and people who haven't seen him. So I think that's, I think that's the big thing right there. It is. It's, I think it's, it's, it's extremely important, and I'm just excited about what you guys are doing. Obviously, you know, and, and what's unfortunate here is, I mean, there's always going to be a, a segment of people that are going to question these moves, why to do it, calling it a cash grab. It's clearly not that. I mean, this is a cost, very costly endeavor for the DO camp, for Wendy and whoever's putting into this. I mean, this is a, this technology is not easy to put together. This is going to be, uh, I mean, this is, this is, clearly a, a positive thing and I mean I just wish it was more celebrated that way in fact we had Jeff Pilson on this show uh, recently and he talked about how what a fan of technology Ronnie was and he would have loved to have just seen this you know in person to have seen the technology and how it evolved so you know all positives uh, well, I think. listen I don't think people realize how much Ronnie tried to please his fans with anything you know Ronnie would take the dragon out on tour that dragon and, and come back and, and lose money at the end of the tour just trying to make fans happy and I don't, that's, that's the issue here, and that's the reason why it's done. I mean, everybody always wants to make money, but, um, you know, the main thing is just, for the for Wendy, is just always, always, always trying to make the fans happy. It's a shame that they don't realize that. The cash grab thing could quite possibly be the funniest thing I've ever heard, because if Wendy wants to do a cash grab, she would just sit back and do nothing, because she owns this music. I mean, she, she makes more money by doing nothing then she does spending money to try to make fans happy. And that's the great thing about it, you know. And I, I've always said, listen, don't spend it, Wendy. Sit home and do nothing. You know, uh, don't don't let them make a book and don't let them make a movie and don't let them make the video game and don't let them do anything because, you know, that's it. But unfortunately, this is a small majority of fans and they're not real fans if, if that's their, because they're just, People who have that mentality is just people who hate everything and look at everything in a negative light. And the best part is Ronnie and Wendy never looked at 
anything in a negative light like that. So it's kind of kind of exciting, and and I'm I'm all right with. Listen, I get people not liking it. That's that is fine. We all do that. I mean, there's plenty of bands I don't like, um, but I would still go watch them to try to give them a chance. I understand people not liking it. What I don't like is the hatred that they have. I mean, people are nowadays are just full of hate, and it's unbelievable what they say. I'm like, it just. I mean. Obviously, they can't be married or have girlfriends or families because that's how much hate they see. Around. I'm like, you know what I mean? It's like, just sit back and think about it. You don't like it, okay, that's fine. That's it. It's, it's, that's the reason you don't like it. But, it uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a strange time that we live in. And, I, you know, 20 years ago, you just didn't, people didn't have a voice uh, for th- for things like this, and the voice mo- mostly in, in in social media is gonna, is going to be negativity. Those that are, that are, you know, cool with it and ready to roll. Like I'll, I'll see you guys here June nineteenth at the Uptown Theater, man, in Kansas City. That's where we are. That's where I'm going to be checking this out. I'm just such a fan. Like I saw Ronnie with uh, you know with with Sabbath with Heaven and Hell about a year before he died, and to be able to revisit this, I'm a huge fan of of Oni of your guys's voices. I'm a huge fan of Craig Goldie, one of my you know favorite guitarists that ever played with Dio. I think this is awesome. Simon Wright's amazing. So this is going to be great, and I'm so excited you guys are doing this. And you know, just all good things for, from this end. But uh, so I've got it. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Tim, but uh, we are the intermediary that um, the Music Mania podcast here is the intermediary that. Um, we're, you said in an interview that uh, you, you acquiesced um, sort of jokingly that you were a dick. That all started from this podcast, Tim. So you're a dick, apparently, according to um, to Andrew Freeman, who we had on this show. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. So this was that's us, man. Right, so, yeah, that, listen, that's the most fantastic thing ever. And, you know, and Andrew and I are friends, and, and we even talked after that. We kind of laughed. And, and, uh, and I said, uh, you know, because I said that, I, and I said it jokingly, right? You know, I was like, yeah, well, I, uh, I'm a dick. Um, <laughs> I come from a dick, whatever. But the best part was the headline on Blabbermouth was so fantastic that I want to frame it. Because all it said was, Tim McBrowens says he's a dick. And that was it. That was the headline or nothing. <laughs> it was so fantastic. I love it. But, you know, listen, here's my thing I'll, I'll say right now because you started it. Um, yeah. There's, there's enough room for everybody. And I get it that people talk bad and they bicker back and forth and I don't like this and I don't like that. Hey, listen, Last in Line is fantastic. Uh, they've made these, they've got original CDs out. Uh, they sound fantastic. Uh, they were Ronnie's, uh, you know, some of the members were Ronnie's first band. Theo Disciples is fantastic. Uh, I would imagine everybody started this for the right reason. We're certainly doing it for the right reason. because I certainly don't do Theo Disciples to line my pockets with money because it's, it's not doing that. We do it because we love to celebrate Ronnie, and that's what everybody does. Same with so many people. They love to celebrate Ronnie's stuff, and that's, that's why we do this, and there's enough room for all of it. Uh, you, dick and all, there's enough room for all of it. <laughs> well, nobody is. I. It's funny because, um, you know, I'm just I'm a fan of both bands, I and mean, we've had... Uh, members from both both uh, projects on here, and um, you know, I was just sort of curious about the perceived rivalry and and, and things like that. And it's like I, I I didn't really know, and no one no names were even named. He never said that you were a dick on the show. It was just he said some of those guys are dicks. So it could be. Well, I gotta be honest. I was pretty one hundred percent sure that he wasn't talking to me because we're friends. So that was even the funniest part about it because I know he's not talking about me. right. Um, and I've never, and I'm not a dick about the whole situation. And I get it. People bicker back and forth and they say things. Uh, music business is like a family sometimes and you say things. And that's just what it is. 
and you know, um, I you know I sometimes it's it's best. I listen. I put my foot in my mouth every interview, and I did already in this interview, probably. So <laughs> that's just the way it is. But I'm not going to attack them, and I know I've probably even said something about them in the past. And that was only because they were saying some about us. But you kind of get back, and then finally, I just said, "Listen, I don't care. That's great. I would go watch them." They're celebrating Ronnie. I'm going to go watch him if they come into town, period. Well, I think that's what's exceptional about you. And, I mean, you come from such humble uh, you know, humble beginnings and things like that. It's so funny because I was talking to someone the other day, and I was like, you know what, literally, like, if you want a singer, if you're replacing a singer, you, you just go find someone on YouTube. I was like, when Ripper Owens goes to Judas Priest, there's no YouTube. I mean, I'm, I'm just always kind of think it's funny because you're I, somehow a videotape had to have changed hands. I'm on an old VHS grainy. I'm just picturing how this all went down, but hard to believe that uh, 20 plus years ago, you know, pre YouTube and that's how it worked for you. But hell, thank God it did, man. That's uh, <laughs> so, such a great legacy that you still have. I know pretty lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Two albums, two live albums, six years with the mighty Judas Priest, do you look back on that with with, uh, with with reverence? Obviously, it's the thing that, you know, you've catapulted to so many projects today from Yngwie Malmsteen and Iced Earth and all the things that you've done. Do you look back that at that with, with a lot of reverence? Well, I was, yeah, it was, a, I, I got, it was just a fantastic time uh, of my life. You know, that's what opened the doors up for me to do what I do. You know, I made Priest. It was like my college, I've always said, you know. And, uh, uh, it was so much fun. They treated me so great. We were such friends. I think that's what I missed out of everything. Uh, because, listen, I tour all over the I've played more places in the world now than I ever have. So, under my own name. So, it's not like I've missed that kind of stuff. I missed just the whole experience of being with the guys and hanging out. It was great. And like I said, it opened the doors up. And I, I stay extremely, extremely busy. But uh, that's because that's what I do for a living now. And uh, that's how I paid the bills. And Judas Priest did that, you know. I mean, I have all these these things and projects and bands that I do, and that's just that's how how it is. And it's it's really thanks to Judas Priest. Yeah, I'm one, I'm one of those people. I'm not critical. I'm not someone that feels that I have any place to tell a band that they need to stop for any reason whatsoever. I just wanted your take. Cause I know, um, that, you know, you've kind of, uh, talked about, you know, KK Downing and kind of defending what he's kind of said about some of the old bandmates, but without, you know, you know, Glenn and KK, you know, no matter what, that guitar tandem is one of the most famous in metal history. And, uh, those guys that, you know, have stepped away from the band. Is that, uh, you know, how, how do you feel about that aspect without those two? Cause that, that, that double guitar tandem is just, is so legendary. I don't know. That, that it's a difficult thing because I love Rob and I love Ian and I love what they do. Scott Travis is amazing. How, what's your take on on the situation without the two guitarists left? Well, I think it, it sucks, but that's just you know what happens, and I don't want to see that. You know, listen. Uh, obviously, with with unfortunate with Glenn and the Parkinson's, it's just sad experience because he's such an amazing man, and he still is, and it's great. He still will go until he he can, and it's unfortunate with the thing with with Ken. Uh, but music's a family thing, and families split up sometimes, and that's just what happens. Uh, I love all the guys, but I, I listen. I love Richie, and, and I, they do what they do. I mean, I, I mean, here's the thing: I don't want to see Rob or Ian or Scott not be able to go out and do this with as Judas Priest. I mean, they're getting the blessings of everybody. It's not sure. like they've done something like, "Oh, what are you doing?" They got they got the blessings from from everybody so 
Um, I, I, I want to see him continue to do it. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, I, you know, it's unfortunate, but they still have the management behind it and, and Glenn's still behind it. And, and I'm, and I'm certain Ken's behind them going out and doing it as well. I mean, it is what it is. Well, you know, it's funny cause I feel like that your era is, is maybe more appreciated and celebrated now more than ever. And I just, I think that's, that's one good thing about social media message boards. You read a lot of, of, of good things. And that's one thing that I think is awesome is that you, I mean, I see a lot of feedback, a lot of people interacting with you on Twitter, but um, you, you said that you're open to possibly re-recording Jugulator and Demolition. Is that something that you w- want to do? Is that something that's going to happen? Well, I had mentioned it and I think I probably was even asked that question in a way. That usually I'm asked something weird before I even, you know, I don't come up with these ideas, but I, I, I don't have time to do that. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I got to put a solo record out of it, and maybe it'd be on Fear Record or Charles or them. Who knows? I got so many things coming out, but I would love to do it. You know, I play a lot of that stuff live, um, so I'm, you know, it could be a live record. Maybe someday I will uh, do it, but I mean, that's not, you know, that's not on the top of the list. Uh, but I, pro- I just basically probably said that thinking, you know, I'd love to see it out there. You know, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, but, um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of other things I'd have to do ahead of that. Well, you talked about Charred Walls of the Dam. Let, let's talk about what what all you have coming up. What's on the horizon? Because this uh, Deal Returns Tour is going to gonna go, um, I believe, through July, and uh, it's a lot of dates, and this is going to be really cool, I'm guessing, to see, kind of test it. And I guess there'll sure, certainly be other markets involved, but... Charred Walls of the Dam, what else do you have coming up? What can we be looking for uh, from you coming up here in the next year or two? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll still be, be, be looking to tour. I mean, I've been putting them on hold, the three trimmers touring with the record that came out. We can be touring all the time, but I've had to put it on hold. You know, so, but I, you know, I just put three CDs out with a new Revenge, Spirits of Fire, and the three trimmers. So it's really, you know, I've been pretty busy and, uh, you know, but I'll be doing, I could be doing some solo tour and I could be doing anything. But right now, I'm just trying to uh, do the think about the Dio thing and get that done. Yeah, absolutely, can't wait for that. And I know it's funny because I, you know, I was thinking the other day just about uh, you know, kind of how Iron Maiden and, and Judas Priest kind of kind of mirror each other in certain ways. And I, I just realized I thought a couple years ago I was pretty sure you. Uh, did did a brief tour, maybe overseas with with Blaze Bailey and maybe Jeff Tate, like a Trinity tour. And I always feel like you and Blaze Bailey are kind of are kind of remind me a lot of each other. He's uh, been on the show, great guy. Like he's sort of unheralded as as his Aaron Iron Maiden, but some great songs in there. Same with you. Like how how was that touring uh, with him? And I think Jeff Tate was in that as well. Um, it was good. I mean, uh, we had a blast. I just saw. Uh... I just saw Blaze the other day. He played in Akron, and um, we had a lot of times. We had fun times. We laughed a lot, and uh, you know, Blaze would be singing, and Jeff might be in, in, the, in the dressing room, you know, singing harmonies or at the side of stage singing harmonies and having fun. And um, it was a good time. You know, we uh, we really enjoyed it. Well, great stuff. I'll tell you what, we're looking forward to seeing you here June nineteenth at the Uptown Theater. Dio returns to her. Uh, Ripper, we can't thank you enough, man. I'm glad we fr- finally able to make it happen. It's been uh, been on our list for a long time. We're just so glad you're able to do it, and we'll uh, we'll see you on the 19th, my friend. Thanks so much.
Big thanks to Rip Rowens for joining us. That was great. Uh, great to get all that out in the air and talking about the Andrew Freeman thing and uh, you know the last in line thing and getting it out there about this tour and letting us know that this is about Ronnie and furthering his legacy and there's you know, there's no harm in that. And who are we to say you know what people do and don't want? You know people are going to go out or they're going to or they're not. You heard Ripper say it. Huge thanks to him. That was a great interview. And uh, you know I'm just uh, personally so thankful to him uh, for coming on because. Because we've been wanting to make it happen for a few years now. And we exchanged tweets back and forth and finally got uh, the management involved, got it scheduled. Thanks to Adrenaline PR for helping make that happen. Can't wait to see the show coming up. Guys, it's going to be a busy summer for us here on the Music Media Podcast. So much coming up. We've got interviews. We're going to be talking with Collective Soul uh, and talking about their new album coming up. Uh, Johnny Rab's going to be joining us. So much on the horizon. So many shows. Guys, it is summertime. I don't care what the date says. You know what? It's May. That means in Missouri that it's already 85 degrees. That means it's time to get out, enjoy some live music, enjoy your friends, enjoy a cold beverage, and uh, head to the lake, do all the things that we love to do. Summertime brings out the best in me, and it brings out the best in all of us. We are on the road to rock for the rest of the summer. Guys, we cannot thank you enough for being a part of this. Uh, So much more coming up. Like I said, please visit us at musicmaniapodcast.com. That's where all the shows are archived. And of course, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, and you can get all of our shows. We're over 120 now. This has just been unbelievable for the past uh, past few years uh, really three years that it's been ramped up to this level and it just keeps getting bigger and we thank you guys so much for that and uh, please continue to uh, give us the feedback and uh, interact with us on, on Facebook on Twitter on Instagram we always appreciate it guys so much more coming up the Music Media Podcast on the road to rock summer has just begun we'll see you next week